This is the EPLOG audio experience. Experiences are valuable. They either become interesting stories or lifelong lessons. Welcome to Voice of Achievers, a podcast that captures the lessons in these stories and the emotions within such experiences. My name is Yashika and I talk to passionate individuals from diverse fields as they share their journey, their disappointments, their motivations. What did they experience? How could they have done better? Can we, the listeners, benefit from their stories? Well, let's find out. Welcome to the show, Parinda. Thank you so much, Yashika. Suddenly, amidst all of this, you uh-huh. end up writing a book. Get it published out of nowhere. Tell us how that happened and what were the challenges there? It's been a few years since I wrote my first one. And now when I think back, it wasn't that sudden. I had always enjoyed storytelling. And then if I had to pin down my entire writing journey to one event, it was this book I read when I was in college that changed my life. It was a book called English August by Upmanyu Chatterjee. I was in awe of that book for a while. I think that stuck with me and that was the genesis of it all. And then much later came a blog uh, followed by a column for a newspaper in New York. Then came a column for GQ magazine. And then one day I became a mother and I was petrified of being pigeonholed into being a mom and nothing beyond. And having a baby was the most beautiful experience. But somehow, all the dreams that I had put away for later, I suddenly felt like it was going to be now or never. So that baby was a trigger point. And uh, she was a very cooperative child. She slept a lot. And so I wrote extensively. To, I used to go to a lot of concerts and I was privy to a lot of stories about pop stars. And I wrote a novel called Life from London about a young Indian musician against the backdrop of the British music industry. And as for the challenges, there were no lit agents then. And I didn't know any fellow authors either. So I checked all the websites of all the publishing houses I knew. I sent out query letters. One day I got a contract in the mail and it was uh, totally beginner's luck, I think, because it would not happen today. I can, <laughs> I can <laughs> drop. It's okay. You get the mail suddenly. Can cold emails work when approaching publishers? I guess they did back in the day, but I'm not sure they do any longer. There was a survey published on some portal uh, that said that 75% of people in urban areas in India between the ages 15 to 30 want to be a writer. And I often joke now that there are more writers than readers in our country, which means (laughs) tremendous competition, right? When you send out a query letter, it's competing with thousands of others. So unless it stands out, unless the subject is striking, unless the premise is striking, it's not very likely that it'll make it to the commissioning editor at the publishing house you're sending it to. And also the thing with cold emails is there are sometimes just interns or really junior copy editors going through the list, picking out the ones that catches their fancy. So it's totally subject to their taste or the brief they're given. So there are many, many steps before your query letter can make it to the commissioning editor. And it's a very long list. Um, in publishing, it's called the slush pile. And so if if that's something you want to avoid, there are many literary agencies in India now. And with them, your work at least stands a chance. Everyone wants to be a writer suddenly. So many levels that one has to pass. 
uh talk to us about being rejected by publishers how do you deal with that yeah there's plenty of disappointments when it comes to that uh, publishing is a very slow moving industry by nature it's this monolithic thing the first thing you have to learn is you have to come to terms with the pace if you're the kinds who are going to keep hitting the refresh button on your inbox right after you've sent out the query letter it's going to be a very frustrating process so i think it it helps to have a spiritual outlook when it comes to testing your luck with publishing you do your best work and you send it out to the universe and when i say the universe i mean the publishers if it's meant to be it's going to find you otherwise you can lose your mind just but in a sense no one's going to entertain you if you don't have a finished manuscript so a completed manuscript polished multiple times you know where you've written rewritten edited reedited and you think it's at your best work and then writing a query letter or a proposal every publisher has a different set of requirements and they usually state it on their website so going through carefully through the submission guidelines and adhering to that and sending it out is the best you can do whether you do it directly you do it through lit agents either way it's not an easy process but but you absolutely have to put your best foot forward and then you have to wait so <laughs> patience is the key is what i get but what about the confidentiality of the proposal in that case how does that work so most publishers are okay if you're sending it out to multiple publishing houses the only time they require exclusivity is when they're evaluating it so if they've read your proposal and they liked it and they've asked for your manuscript and they're evaluating that at that point they ask you if any other publishing house is also evaluating it and they ask you to keep them abreast of any developments that way they're not investing too much time in it but other than that if you're worried about the intellectual property of your work then that's something you you just have to learn to part with because that's the only way unlike in movies if you're writing a script for a movie you can register your work but if if it's just a novel or if it's a book that you've written by default the copyright goes to you and so that's not something you should worry about it's people have disclaimers their footnotes that say you know copyright in your name and the year attached to it and that is good enough that is sufficient hmm talk to us about the art and the craft the art of writing and then learning the craft or honing the craft of writing there's multiple things one can do if you want to write well the first thing you need to do is to read a lot across all genres it opens up your mind to new styles of writing whether it's contemporary lyrical literary it widens your horizons it gives you a little taste of a lot of different things and you learn as you read right then then you're really learning your own preferences so i joined a writing group for about 4 years and i found that tremendously helpful also uh, if you don't have access to writing groups i recommend finding a group of early readers they can be your friends and family who'll give you unbiased feedback on your work so one of the two is really important in my opinion um, and all of this is necessary because writing is an isolated process there could be gaps inconsistencies logic issues all sorts of problems that you could be oblivious to because you're so close to it and there's a lot to think about so the voices the tonality the undertones so that's when this later stages of feedback can help you as for uh, cracking deals with the publishers there is no easy answer there's no formula write a crisp proposal and i also encourage directly submitting to publishing houses and asking for feedback when you get rejection letters and not to lose heart or hope so the only trick is to not pin all your hopes to it don't quit your day job until you've really made it big 
um, and also just because um, you got published once doesn't mean the next one will be easy. It's the same struggle every time. So just because your book sold X number of copies, none of these are guarantees that your next one will be picked up. So mm. just keep writing with all your heart, experiment with your genres, take some chances and don't write the same story that's been written a million times. These days, self-publishing being a perfectly legit option and a lot of people have found it very lucrative. You know, it, it has tremendously cut down on the disappointment factor, right? If you can't find a publisher, then you self-publish and see how that goes. Talk to us about the overlap. You've been juggling with, say, a day job and another professional writer's life. Uh, mm-hmm. Does one complement the other or vice versa? It's a, it's a great question, not one that I've thought about. The thing is, with a corporate career, it's all very technical, at least the kind of work that I do. And so even my emails are pretty cut and dry versus you look at an excerpt from my book, you will not be able to tell at all that it is the same person, right? There's there's a certain style that I write in, you know, I, there's a lot of humor in my writing. There's There's a lot of undertones. And I take liberties with with language, with words, with ideas, with truth, which I don't have the liberty of doing in the professional setup. So I think they are mutually exclusive. <laughs> there is no overlap at all in that aspect. But I think as on, on a personal level, as you grow, the expression, it, I think it just adds to your confidence as a whole, being in multiple different areas being a writer being being in the professional setup it just completes you in a way but it it is a different aspect to your personality that doesn't necessarily seep in when you're in that space because that space is sacred if i rightly read it and correctly read it uh, you mean it's it's just satisfying that uh, you know you can be both i guess i guess it's not something yeah. i have to do but uh, but it does yeah it does yeah. help Great, great. Tell us lastly, what achievement means to you? For writing, I think achievement, it's the ultimate one to be read widely. The intermediate goals are of course there and unsaid, like completing your manuscript or because that also takes years, being published by a prestigious publishing house like I, um, like Made in China, my last novel was published by Harper and I'd been wanting to publish with Harper for, for the longest time. So those are also milestones and, you know, those are also achievements. But ultimately, as a writer, you want to be read widely. So I think that's that's the big one. Okay, great. I, I just hope that maybe find your feet as a writer completely or maybe just do whatever fulfills you. And thank, thank you. you so thank you for being on the show. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to Voice of Achievers and share the link with your friends. Tune in for brand new episodes every Sunday at 11am. Stay updated and stay connected by following us on Instagram at Voice of Achievers. You may also send us guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover with our guests by writing to us. Send out an email to editor at voiceofachievers.com with your name followed by your suggestion. Trust me, we are listening and we cannot wait to share more such voices to empower you.